is Sandcast, Beach Volleyball with Triborn and Travis Mawarder, brought to you, as always, by Wilson, which just dropped a new ball, and we got Kona. Everybody needs to have some beer for the sipping holidays. Sipping on a Kona and brew. We're sipping on a Kona brew. And we got Monster, because everybody needs to get jazzed Keep oh, for the holidays. Sure. Let's go! <laughs> Stay jazzed, ladies and gentlemen. Stay jazzed with us tonight is Kelly Reeves, the uh. jazz queen. What's up? Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. I just had a coffee, so like the energy is just kicking. Love I'm it. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, you guys, you're just you've kept the the high morale and good vibes from Doha all the way through. Oh, always. It was such a fun trip. Like we still talk about it today, but yeah, I mean, Doha was so fun. Yeah, always we, jazzed. We uh, we had Carissa and uh, Allie, uh, Chris Cook and Allie Wheeler on right. earlier, but. You were my reporter uh, over in oh, Doha. Yeah. I legitimately used like your Instagram videos for stories that I was writing from Doha. Yeah, um, you were great. So huge thanks to you for doing that. Of course, you're a really good writer. I mean, <laughs> it was so funny because we were just like, we're so far away. We got to tell people like what's going on. Yeah. Because the McKibbins they have their vlog, and we're not as like you know, professional with the video. So I yeah. just whipped out my phone and got on Instagram <laughs> and we had our own post-game interview, went around the horn and it was just super fun. And then you put it in an article. So it was yeah. great. I mean, anytime the Katie Spieler's running hot routes, you have to write about it. It's, oh, for it's sure. <laughs> she literally called it during a match and I looked at her and I was like, what? What is a hot route? So then I asked her, I'm like, what is this? And she explained, I'm like, ah, snow volley. Got it. Yeah. She just runs somewhere and you set her wherever she goes. Yeah, for what us, is this hot route? For us, because uh, it, it came out of the snow volleyball playbook. Mm-hmm. So for us, a hot route was a shoot. To okay, the got it. Yeah. Like and a then, football audible. Right. So we would warm up. During snow volleyball, we didn't actually warm up with a volleyball. We would uh, play football mm-hmm. before. So And, you know, Zon would Super just yell. Serious. And he'd just yell yeah. hot route. Right. Like in wedding crashers. Right. So we would just, even if we weren't running a shoot, we would just yell hot route. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Makes perfect sense We now. took it very, very seriously. Yeah. You wonder why USA isn't sending snowball <laughs> teams anymore. Are they Katie. not? Is that a thing? I don't know. Well, the guys, uh, we, I don't know if they're sending the guys teams because we haven't, they haven't really performed. Because Madison, Riley, and Troy paid their own way to the first couple and not on USA's dime. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but the girls are performing. Yes. Yeah, you guys medal in every weird event. Like, Honestly, fours, and you guys. I'm so happy. Champs. Yeah, I'm so happy we were a part of that because, I mean, we haven't like I haven't been on a team like that in so long. Like coming from indoor, it was so right. long ago, and then we were just ha- we had so much fun. So it was nice to kind of have that dynamic again. Yeah, and we just rocked it. It was so fun. Yeah, and I'm very grateful that we got to be a part of that. I didn't even think about the team aspect of it, which as like a former indoor player, like that had to be super fun for you. And like all of you guys played indoor. Yeah. So it was, um, I actually ended up watching film of like indoor. I'm like, right, we got to go like back and like see how we work and all this stuff. But just the team dynamic, I've loved that. And I've kind of missed that. So to have, you know, our women's team there and then our men's team, it was just such a fun group. I I just had so much fun all the way through. Yeah. It was a long t- it was a long trip though. Like ten days, it was a lot. Yeah. So and by day ten, we were just like, let's leave. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So especially when you're that far away. Yeah. It was a uh, the travel was pretty um pretty intense, like a sixteen hour flight, and then you're just zapped into the the heat. And I remember just like the first practice, I was like just drenched. I'm like, this is so gross. But we eventually, like, luckily, we had night matches, which was 
Very nice. Um, and a cool and, atmosphere, too. Oh, my gosh, so cool. Like, I remember one of our matches, like, the sun was setting. It was, like, rosy pink. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, <laughs> this is so cool. That's the best. Like, a warm night match Yeah. Where, at sunset. That's, like, ideal beach volleying time. Oh, it kind of, it was so exciting because, like, like, indoor, that's what we played, night matches. And to do that for the four-man, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, we rocked it. it was so Had fun. you not played any night beach matches? I've played in a point? couple. Um, like, stadium court at night. That's the best. I'm trying to think. What were a couple? Did you get any in La Paz? A couple in La Paz. Yeah, okay. that was super fun. So that yeah. was 2018. And then I remember in Chicago, AVP, um, we we were playing under the lights. Well, not really. It was mm-hmm. like pitch black, dark. And like they didn't oh, have really? lights. So <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, couldn't see a thing. And then the backdrop was black. So it was just super hard to um, kind of navigate. But night matches, I'm a big fan. There can't be a sport, or at least like a ball sport, that is played in so many different environments. Like, I'm thinking, like, while we're saying this, I'm like, oh, I love night matches, like, big crowd, still wins. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, but then those matches where it, like, just rained and it's super still, but, yeah. you know, the, the sand's compact and yeah. whatever. And then you're like, oh, but then, like, what about those really hot matches where everyone's just <sighs> dying and it's just who can last the longest? Yeah. And there's, like, wind matches. Yeah. And we, and there's no light matches. There's night matches with lights in the stadium or, like, outside with no lights, and it's, like, a complete right, joke. Yeah. yeah. And they're all, like, our job. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how you have to adjust to that. I think yeah. football is one of the few, because they play in pretty much anything. They play in, like, snow. Well, I guess we do play in snow now. You play in snow now? Yeah. yeah, football, they play in all kinds of weather. Right. But, but, they're, like but their field... And they're like, no, 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 it's just a free... I guess their field <laughs> kind of can change, too. Like, you play in a baseball stadium or whatever. Right. But it's not, like... Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about, it's like, not quite as the much actual, as, like, surface yeah. changing. Plus, like, mm-hmm. in our sport, the ball's light and in the air at all mm-hmm. times. Yeah. Like, we touch it for a split second. Right. So, like, it, I think it affects our game yeah. much bit. more. Yeah, like the way that you play, the style that you play. I don't know if teams game plan as much for like, oh, it's windy in football. Plus you're in a stadium. Yeah. Right. So no, we have it harder, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> like AVP Since we're all volleyball players. Is here. Austin the only AVP stop that they do, do night they matches? Was um, it qualifier, yeah. AVP. I well, it's, I think do it's, night matches in New York? I can't believe we don't do it here in Cali. Like People would love that. Come down at night I for the know. Manhattan Open. We'll sick. watch the finals. Yeah. Packed. Let's pitch it. Let's I think try the city. Um, I think it's the city's. Yeah. Uh, to put up lights, I'm sure is expensive. The greatest beach volleyball place on earth here in South Bay, but the cities are just not on board. Mm. Yeah. Not into it. I wonder. It had to have been like kind of a fight for them because like AVP Hermosa next year is during the Olympics. Right. And I'm sure that the AVP probably did everything they could to move it. But I guess Hermosa, I guess probably would just I like think, yeah, permits. Happen. It's just like, this is the day. We're yeah. not moving. Um, like, this is what you get. Yeah. I'm sure. So. Have you guys played in um, Cincinnati in the tennis stadium? I was there once. Yeah, I did the qualifier. Qualifier. Was that the FIVB one? Yeah, it was, it was FIVB, but then AVP was running it. It was so cool. So we had some good <laughs> night matches there. Yeah. We had some great night matches uh, Every year, actually, we were in Cincinnati until, like, that last year. Right. In that, like, legit tennis stadium where, like, they have, you know, Federer and them come in for the Cincinnati Open. Yeah. Um, but that was a sick one, playing at night there. Playing at night. Because the tennis stadiums are, like, ideal for beach volleyball. Yeah. Where it's, like, a medium-sized stadium but still intimate. Right. Those are just the yeah. best matches. That would be fun. Yeah. 
Mexico, we just had some really cool night matches too, and the fans were legit. The Mexican fans are awesome. They were legit. You mentioned La Paz yeah. earlier. La Paz was something. Well, we played in Chetumal last year. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the night matches, it was so fun. Like, the DJ was unreal. Yep. The on crowd point. just gets into it. Um, yeah, I think the atmosphere, I love it. I mean, I wish I could play in it more, but yeah. I feel like the Mexicans kind of cheered for the U.S. more than it. Like, I felt like we had a little bit of a home field advantage. Like, maybe they related to us because we're close and we're like North America rather than like, oh, we're not going to cheer for the Netherlands. Like, I don't even know how that is. (laughs) Somewhere over there. Sounds cold. Yeah, sounds cold. I feel after a while they just start cheering. Like, after every rally. They're just really good fans. But I I noticed, because most of the places we go around the world, it's like, "Mm, probably going to cheer against the U.S. Yeah. A lot lot of places, especially like Europe, you know. Right. and I thought it was great. Yeah. Chetumal. Did your uh, did your Doha experience did that inspire you to get back on the world tour? Because I know you played a fair amount of FIVB um, with Brittany. Yeah. And then you know, kind of picked and popped around a couple different partners. Right. Um, so have you looked at maybe doing some some more international stuff? Or yeah, that's kind of in the the plan, the okay. big picture. I mean, nice. obviously, it just takes time to get on into a tournament with so many teams above. Right. Uh, and everyone's kind of chasing chasing for 2020. So um, I kind of know where I stand. I'm kind of on the lower totem pool. But, like, <laughs> know your role. Like, I totally understand <laughs> that. Like, that was kind of, like, a common theme in Doha. Like, know your role. But, like, <laughs> seriously, you have to, like, know your role. And, yeah. like, just keep um, bettering that. But, yeah, FIVB is the plan for 2020. And just kind of building for the next quad yeah so we'll see yeah you should still have a fair amount of points right because it wasn't that long yeah but i think i'm losing so i mean i don't know i'll have to check 365 days right so i think i might be dropping some but either way the plan is to get back on the world tour climb the ranks and just start building from there have you checked out the schedule yet yeah i kind of looked at it here and there so there's one that I have my eye on, uh, the two-star, or not Chetumal. Cambodia? Cambodia, yeah. there it is, yeah. When is that one, February? Early February. They just switched the dates up, okay. but got it. got to start in the twos and then work your way up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. That's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's just that's just kind of the way it happens. It's yeah. hard to break through yeah. from what I've heard. Especially just, on your side. Holy oh, it's cow. so competitive. Yeah, that's But that's, so I mean, true. I'd rather have a competitive, you know, because, like, we're all pushing each other yeah. and... I mean, it's just, it's inspiring, too, in, in a way. Yeah. So. The higher ball you play overseas, yeah, the more you're going to come back prepared, like, yeah. for the AVPs, you know? I, I always notice that, like, the more I'm, like, full-time on the FIVB, the more I come back to AVPs and getting top threes, like, guaranteed Yeah. at one point. And that's kind of, like, the goal, like... I was talking to a couple athletes, and, like, I'm sure you've done this, Try Like, you're on the road for six to seven weeks. Like, what is that like? I yeah. have no idea. Mm-hmm. Doha was, like, kind of a little taste in, like, ten days. Whoa, that was a lot. Kind of got <laughs> rocked on yeah. my way home. I got yeah. pretty sick. But, um, I mean, that's just, that's, like, the next step. So just trying to, like, prepare for that in every way, shape, or form and putting yourself in those type of situations. I mean, obviously, I want to be prepared for that, but... Sometimes you can't really prepare. You just kind of roll with the punches. Yeah. So. And then but. you learn from experience. Yeah. Too. It's like, uh, like today we're doing our team planning or whatever, and Jose has, our coach Jose has our calendar from last year out. I'm like, what? Right. Are, we're going to review all of last year? And we literally reviewed every practice, every tournament, every day of the whole last season because he wanted to see how we played oh. after training or after resting or after playing in a tournament like how did we come back the next week 
Right. And so we like notice trends from that. And he's and he's like, look at all this information we have. And I, was so like, I never thought of that's that. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So like, we I mean, notice, that's an advantage though. Like you see mm-hmm. what you did on the year and then it's yeah. like, okay, like a year from now, where was I here? And then how can I be better? Like, yeah. that's so smart. So yeah. you'll see like I'm going take, to, yeah. take notes. <laughs> take it. Take it. <laughs> Thanks uh, for the A tip. lot of the Olympic teams will, before there'll be like a big event, usually, usually there's like a grand slam or there used to be grand slams or like a five star or something yeah. close to the Olympics. And you'll see some teams will take it off versus other teams that want to be, that right. think they'll play better because they're coming off of a big tournament and going in rather than, because they don't think they play as well coming off of rest. Right. They come, they play better coming off of like another big tournament or something, you know? Whereas like we might, since we saw the trends last year, we might want to take that one off. Right. Knowing that we play better coming off of rest. Well, now you have like experience. You can kind of know what your body needs. It's yeah, all like yeah. trial and error. You just learn from it, which is like what I'm trying to like yeah. prep for. But it's hard to prepare. Like you just, you never know. You don't have any happen. data. Just, you don't yeah. have any like information. Have any, yeah. You have to go like throw it out there and see what's. You, yeah. You have thing. to go put yourself into those environments in a country quota far and just like you have to just. Go do it. Yeah. So. Like there's no manual for how to go from Itapema to Xinjiang to Singapore yeah. to, you know, wherever in the world you go in Germany and then yeah. go back home for Navy P and then, but you're not really going home because you're going to New York and then you pop back out overseas and yeah. just got to do it. It's <laughs> crazy. it out. Yeah. yeah. So we, that's kind of like, I mean, I can't imagine what it's like, but that's something I want to like eventually work towards and yeah. that'll be just like, I'm sure it's <laughs> grueling, but like, I really, have fun. You want to experience the shit show. Yeah, you kind of yeah. have to. <laughs> Sounds it makes you tougher. But I really I want to do it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh man, totally. you are. Um, I don't know if Sponsor texted you too, but you are on a billboard in Kinzhou, China. Whoa. I saw that she tagged me, and I was what? stoked. I was like, we "Made it in China! So Let's go!" <laughs> Where's my residuals? <laughs> Got my ten year last year, so I will be at all the China events coming this twenty twenty. <laughs> Famous. It was hilarious because Sarah thought that she was mm. you. So because oh, we were walking funny. up, we were walking to dinner, and there's a huge billboard on this corner. And Sarah's like, oh, like, that's a picture of me. And as we're getting closer, we're like, no, like, oh that's definitely God. Brittany Howard, like, covering. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm Kelly Reeves. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? That's Kelly Reeves. I'm Kelly Reeves. Oh, she gosh. thought that, like, the person hitting the, like, shot yeah, was yeah. her, and then it was ended up being Kelly. So Shout out, Sponsor. Thanks yeah. for the tag. I appreciate it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, when I saw that, I was, like, dying laughing. I was like, unreal. Was it? Yeah. Uh, was it? Uh, promoting the event? I think yeah. so because... Or it just like, you're just there, you're just in the No, I, it was obviously a live, what it was like an action shot of me yeah. hitting high line and uh-huh. then, yeah, probably got promoting it, for it, the three star. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it actually said. I was thinking you're I'm just on billboards everywhere out there. Dude, yeah, that <laughs> is awesome. I told her, I was like, bring it home for me, please. I'll hang it up in my room. <laughs> Rip that thing down. Yeah, I'll take it. Life size. <laughs> it was huge, too. Was it? Oh, oh yeah, massive. She should have brought it home. I would have totally hung it up at my shrine. <laughs> Oh my so god. You, you so are out there with you know. Yes, in China, Kinzhou. Yeah. Perfect. The plan is to get back there eventually. So yeah. let's see. I'll have to thank the promoter. I'll have to bribe him for it. Hey, can I have that billboard? Yeah. Thanks. Just roll it up and throw it in my suitcase. <laughs> yeah. That'll totally fit. Oh yeah. my gosh. But is uh is the plan to go with Therese? Have you guys like worked that out? Yeah, I think we're yeah. gonna yeah, give it a go. See awesome. how that goes. You guys had an awesome couple events together. Yeah. I mean, Manhattan was sick. Yeah, that was a wild ride. That was like sure. our first tournament together. Didn't really know. 
we had like maybe six practice together and we just kind of went in and the mindset was just, let's just play, keep it simple and have fun. And took third. Just honeymooned it. (laughs) Honestly. But like, it's funny, like looking back to that tournament, like it's the granddaddy of them all. It's the Wimbledon. Like that's the tournament you live for, dream for. And like our road was pretty tough. Like we had some gnarly matches, but they were so fun. Oh my gosh. At one point. I think it was our match against uh, April and Alex on stadium. And I just like stopped for a moment and looked around and I was just like, this is I'm here. I'm here. Like you're on the biggest stage probably possible anywhere. And it was just, I had to just soak up the moment. I was like, this is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. That's such a cool mindset to have because I feel like a lot of people could look at it after that and kind of have like a lot of maybe regret for losing, but like you guys lost to only April and Alex and Mel and Pavin, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And like Olympic teams. Yeah. So (laughs) I remember like, it was just so surreal, like playing against like the top teams in the world. I was like, what? This is awesome. Right. Yeah. Like what a fun experience. And like, obviously we lost to both of those teams, but you learn a ton from that. And I give Alex a couple of like, I guess, like, I guess, um, I give her a little shit because I got absolutely just roofed on match point. (laughs) And I was like, either way, I was going in like, I'm going to go in and just crank it and see what happens. I love it. And she just, there's a photo. She just turned her hand because I was going line. And she just was like, dink, and just stole it. I was like, you couldn't give me just one? Come on. So it's pretty funny. But, I mean, I respect both those teams. And it's like elite volleyball, high level. And that's what you want. Yeah. And that's how you get better. And you just learn from that. So. Yeah. That's the world championship final right there. Oh, hopefully, maybe. <laughs> that was. Those oh, yeah. two teams, I mean, oh, played yeah, each other yeah. in the world championship final. Yeah. The same year that you played both of them. Yeah, it's gnarly. That's a, Manhattan. Yeah. It's a gnarly. Uh, fun tournament. Yeah, so that was a fun one. And then, yeah, we're just, we've been, our off season's been a little, I mean, it's been off season. We're just in the gym more so, not really doing too much in the sand, but yeah. I'm in the gym like Monday through Friday. Nice. So. And lifting a ton, just kind of getting the body right for 2020 and yeah, getting stronger. What's your workout regimen look like? Like, what do you do in the gym? I'm always so curious what beach players do because I kind of get in there. I'm like, ah, made squats, I guess. Yeah, I'll do <laughs> this guy didn't know what a a, a training room was. A training room. Like, oh my god. So like, uh, I'm about to go into the training room. Like, what do I ask for? And I'm like, usually just the flush. He's like, ooh, what's that? What is that? What is a flush? That sounds nice. A little, you know, a little just a dietitian, a little massage. Like, if something hurts. <laughs> tell them it hurts he's like oh "Oh, my gosh this Um, is exciting yeah I guess for me right now like I met with Christian who is the USA uh trainer and we just sat down I was like this is uh like what I want to do and like I'm entering my third program right now so um I've been taking a lot of time of doing like mobility kind of um just kind of self-care with the body Uh, a lot of stretching I mean I was talking to M Day about it today. Like my workouts take like three hours. Yeah. yeah. But that's from start to finish. Like with my stretching before mobility, that takes like thirty five minutes. Yeah. I mean, I could easily just get in there and like crank it out, but I'm taking my time and like really being aware of my body and just trying to like strengthen those little muscles. And right. then my lift takes about like an hour and fifteen, and then conditioning is twenty. So. It's gnarly. Yeah, it's a it lot. Sounds tough. <laughs> it is, but I think, like, this is, I mean, I had a little more leisure time as far as, like, my off-season started a little earlier, so I was like, yeah. instead of, like, taking so much time off, I w- met with Christian, I was like, I want to tackle this the right way, like, what does this look like? And we just yeah. kind of went phase one, phase two, we're kind of entering phase three, and then 
once January picks up, we'll kind of be in the sand more so and okay. just kind of ramp it up. But I live in the gym. Like, that is my favorite place to go to. <laughs> That's awesome. So it's been fun. The vibe yeah. has been really good. And, I mean, Christian's awesome. Yeah. He has a funny nickname for me, so that's kind of funny. What's he calls name? me Revo. Okay. <laughs> Revo. Yeah. Like, every time I come in the, into the gym, he just, like, belts it out. And it just <laughs> always puts a smile on my face. And it's just like, all right, let's get to work. I mean, kind of sets the tone. Fun. I love it. It's super <laughs> he's fun. A, he's a happy-go-lucky weight coach, for sure. Yeah, you work like, out with him a little bit from yeah. time to time. We had him on the, like, this is his first year. And I think his first event he came to was the um, World Championships. And he was just screaming the whole time, like a oh, wake coach. You know how they scream in your face, like, come on, everything you got. Like, mm-hmm. We're just not used to this, like, whoa, dude. Oh like, God. you just jumped on the team. <laughs> yes. Just screaming you every match. Yeah. USA. <laughs> and when I'm lifting, like, it'll, it'll, I'll be, like, on the bike. And, like, it's cardio, so it's supposed to be tough. But he's, like, standing next to you in your ear, like, Screaming at you, I'm like dude, just yeah, he's getting just, jazzed. Yeah, he's dude, like, he is like <laughs> way jazzed. You have to get him on guy. the podcast, like, and it's just techno in there all day. Oh, he is just he is a ball of energy. Yeah. Like yeah. he, I don't feel like he ever has a bad day. Like I've never, he's just always smiling, yep. just having fun, and like he just makes coming to the gym so fun. Yeah, it's such a we'll great get him environment. On. I've I've mentioned it to him. He'll he'll be on. Soon enough. Yeah, he's he's such a good dude. I like him. Yeah. I love people like that. Good addition. Just like every time I'm around you, it's just my life is better. Yeah, <laughs> and like he just like I mean we chat and like he does a really good job of just like managing the gym and like his workouts are great and like the the cool thing with Christian and I is like or what we've been working on the off season is like we talk about our workouts and our movements and we make it you know whatever I'm doing in the gym like is this you know, correlating to the sand. And, like, we always just check in. And then if I'm, like, not feeling 100, he was like, don't push it. Like, you Mm. know, we want to, like, longevity is kind of, like, our key right now. I'm like, yes, love it. Yeah. So, and then conditioning, it's just balls to the wall. Like, we just go. Yeah, he loves his conditioning. He loves, like, I got on the assault bike today. That thing just wrecks you. But I love it. I wonder why, like, what what is it about the assault bike that just like crushes you more than like a normal bike because your arms are going right it's just it's full body like arms and legs and you just go till fatigue it's upper body and lower body biking and like he's in your ear screaming at you so you can't and you're just kind of like i'm going as fast as i can he puts a heart rate monitor on right yeah so he's staring at the heart rate and he's not worrying about like what you can do he's like your heart rate's not high enough. I'm like, I feel like it's really high. It does like 215 yeah. beats a yeah. minute. Yeah, it's gnarly. All right, we're going to pause here and take a quick second to acknowledge our lovely sponsors. Support for Sandcast from, comes from a new sponsor, Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, which in beach volleyball, this is a well-groomed sport. You want to be looking good out there, which is why our code for 20% off is look good, play good. And you also want Manscaped because everyone knows or probably knows a guy who has had a trouble, uh, a troubling Manscaped story. I had uh, a buddy in my fraternity who used scissors down there, and it just doesn't work all that well all the time and that's why you have manscaped here to help you out it's redesigned the electric trimmer their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts you don't need that in your life trust me manscaping accents are finally a thing of the past try 
Well, and don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. <laughs> That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You're already using deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not using deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Go ahead and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code LOOKGOODPLAYGOOD at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job, ladies and gentlemen. Your balls will thank you. So that is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code LOOKGOODPLAYGOOD today. Speaking of balls, Travis... Wilson just came out with a new ball. That's the new optics ball with the OPTX technology. It's definitely been my favorite ball since I was a kid. I used to play with Wilson back at the Outrigger Canoe Club, as everyone's heard many times over the podcast. And uh, honestly, Wilson's the best ball in the world. If you talk to any of the athletes, the Americans, they all want to be playing with the Wilson. There's a reason that those are the balls you're seeing out on the beaches, whether it's California or Florida or somewhere in between, the Wilson ball is the go-to. And now there's a completely different look that is built to make you perform better, to see the ball better, but it's the same feel. So go to Wilson.com, get yourself a new ball, because if you don't have a new ball, then you're you're just that guy on the beach or girl. And use promo code WilsonSand to get your discount today. I'd like to take this moment to let all of you know about Firefly Recovery, something that I take on the road with me when I'm traveling. I usually use it on the plane because you know how your legs get all swollen when you're traveling across the world, is a way for us to recover faster with increased blood flow. There's these knee straps and they have these nerve stimulators on them and basically it helps you recover. And you'll see a lot of beach volleyball players wearing them and uh, you need to get yourself a pair today at fireflyrecovery.com. All right, everybody, now it's time for your Pacific Coast Wealth Management Olympic update. It's been quite a grind in this 2019 season, and the season is finally over, so we are officially in the off-season. The top American team is Taylor Crabb and Jake Gibb, and they're in the eighth spot in the world. Triborn, yours truly, and Trevor Crabb are in the 10th spot. Meanwhile, Philip Dahlhauser and Nick Lucenter are in the 17th spot, still looking to fill two more finishes uh, to get there, 12. And then on the women's side, April Ross, as always, is in the second spot with Alex Kleinman. They've been dominating this year. But in the fifth spot, Carrie Walsh Jennings and Brooke Sweat. In the sixth spot, Sarah Sponsel and Kelly Clays. Yes, the American women are absolutely stacked. And in the seventh spot, Kelly Larson and Emily Stockman. It is going to be an insane qualification year in 2020. We're all looking forward to it. Hopefully, Born and Crab are there. Aloha. And now back to the show. It's Theo and I are in there, and like we were conditioning today when like when he was off, like he would cheer me on, and then when I was off, I'd cheer him on. So it's kind of cool. Like yeah, yeah. there's kind of a cool culture that's going on in the gym, and I love it. I mean, it's so fun. I think one of job. especially in our sport, one of the most important things is having your weight coach teach you what you're doing mm-hmm. because he's not on the road with you. Like he comes to the big event, whatever USA can send him to, but he's 90% of the time he's not going to be in the weight room with you during season. Right. So you have to understand why you're doing things and how it's going to translate to your game and, and how it's going to affect you physically, whatever, you know, injury, yeah. um, in terms of injury prevention and all that. So like keep asking mm-hmm. questions and like for sure, like 
well, I mean, you've, you've created a good rapport with him, but like right. when I have a new weight coach, I, I'm like pretty like, no, I'm not, or like why? Everything, I'm just like, <laughs> You're why? You're questioning him. Sure, yeah, you got a question, I think. Yeah. Until you, you gain that trust that you guys have. Yeah, and like we dissect every little movement to a T, and mm-hmm. like I'm learning as I'm lifting. Like it's not just like, oh, like, like some of the movements I'm like, why are we doing this? Yeah, yeah. Like is this helping me on defense in my base position mm-hmm. for my swing or whatnot? And it's just... We, every little thing, I mean, it's not like we're just going in there and like pumping iron, like it's just a little different. We're just being very mindful of like the exercises that we're doing. Yeah. And it's just, for me, it's kind of like longevity has been like a kind of a key word for my off season, Mm -hmm. I guess, training. Yeah. Um, Because eventually like if when I, I want to work up to, can I last on the road six to seven weeks or like Mm -hmm. however many at a time, can I go from tournament to tournament? 20 events in a year. Yeah, like, I mean, that's kind of the the route that I want to take, so I want to be prepared the best way that I can. So Mm -hmm. that's why I didn't really take a lot of time off. I think I took maybe a week off, and then, like, I talked to Christian, like, I'm ready to go. Like, let's push. (laughs) So we had, we. I mean, it's phase three. Today was day one. Nice. I got wrecked, so (laughs) super fun. (laughs) Is there, uh, do you have, like like, a favorite lift, or, like, when you go into the gym, you're like, I want to do that because like for me like it's the trap bar like I love the trap bar yeah I don't know if you have like one that you just like it's I like, like what do we do it, the new thing in there is um the squat belt machine it's like this assisted like squat machine where you okay. go down hold eccentric motion you have to hold for like four seconds okay. and then oh yeah that up. one's gnarly it's gnarly even and the wheel thing that he has yeah I've been doing the wheel I don't know what the name of that machine is but Alex was in there doing it it's intense I did it with him it's gnarly it looks intense it's Basically, the harder you pull up, yeah. the faster that the wheel spins and pulls your belt straight down. Okay. So, like, you squat hard, and then it's it's yanking you down, and you're you're trying to, like, slow that yank yeah. down, and then you got to push back up, and it's measuring how hard, how many wattage, the wattage of it. Yeah. Okay. So you're, like, trying to get that number up, but the harder you go, the harder it pulls right, you so back. Harder, yeah. But, like, the harder you work, like, the harder you have to work. Right, okay. to slow it down yeah. and, like, not let it, like... Drop you. you, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, yeah. I have And then he's screaming, <laughs> and then he's screaming in your ear again. It's like I'm just trying to find the rhythm. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, that looks intense. But as far as like what exercises, I love everything. I mean, I love yeah. the, anything with a med ball. So yeah, that med ball was incorporated in my new whatever program. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the hex bar squat. So instead of just like pulling up the weight, it's holding the weight in your loaded position yeah. for a four count. And okay. then exploding up. That's tough. So that you are forced to work on your breathing, which is something that I've implemented into my workouts as well. Like inhale through your nose, mm-hmm. exhale through your nose, and just like learning to calm your heart rate down. Because mm-hmm. then think about like when you're in a rally, like those long rallies, like mm-hmm. you are gassed and you're just like, oh my God, do I need a medical? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, normally yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I need to like take a medical. Or just like medical? you do the long walk around and try and stall time. Wipe your glasses. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Wipe, Wipe your glasses. glasses. But I think the breathing has been huge for me. And like even in the conditioning like, on the salt bike, like I'm just breathing. I think yeah. sometimes people think like when I'm hunched over, just like what is happening? Yeah. I'm breathing. I'm not dead. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, we do we do a bunch of fun things in the gym, so it's fun. <laughs> Christian does a good job, and I tell him just, like, whatever you think is going to help me to break through and, like, get over that hump and make yeah. me better, like, I'm all for it. I'm mm-hmm. all game. Yeah, I feel like this is a, a good off-season for you to take, like, a little bit longer of one, because if you're starting in February, 
Right. Events don't stop till end of September now. Right. So some of those teams above that are higher up, I mean, they have the luxury of not starting until, is it March? March. Mm -hmm. And for the women, even a little bit later, because they're not, women can't go to the Oh, yeah. So it's like March 15th or something, 20th for them in um, Cancun. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just Cancun. Right. It's a direct flight. Yeah. So I tried to, I just got on the eight ball a little quicker. And I mean, I enjoy it though. It's just, I can't sit for too long. Like I said, like jazzed. Yeah. (laughs) Did I I mention that I'm jazzed? I'm so jazzed. I had a coffee right before this, so it is definitely kicking in like right now. Shout out Katie Spieler. She'll know. (laughs) And all the Doha squad. Oh my gosh. Too funny. But yeah, I mean, the gym, I'm in there Monday through Friday. Not just lifting, but I go there to stretch. I go there to do rehab. I'm just trying to like, take the I guess the next step yeah. or just yeah. any edge I can get but it's important like you enjoy it right yeah. so it's not like the off season like you're grinding away and like doing the hard stuff like this is the fun stuff for us we get right. to sleep at home go still go get to do what we love like push ourselves and get mm-hmm. better and learn and whatnot but you're not playing volleyball either so yeah well, are you? I don't know. Well, a little bit. So our okay. Doha group. <laughs> <laughs> so every Tuesday we try, we have a group text and we uh, Tuesdays is our day of like, are we playing threes? Are we playing fours? So we're playing for fun. Uh, we're playing for thing. fun. I mean, See, we're not keep, like... This keeps coming up. It's like a yeah. sign. Like, I need to play for fun more. It's so yeah. fun. So when we're all there, we play fours. And then other times if, I mean, obviously the holidays are coming up, people are traveling, they're not here play threes um, which is super fun because that's the snow volleyball which mm-hmm. I'm like so intrigued I would love to go do one yeah, they that sounds so club. fun yeah. yeah so um and then we do one-on-one we did that the other day one-on-one is fun. my favorite one yeah it was fun short court no jump three touches three touches with the one-on-one but short court long long whole, yeah yeah me and Travis did that yeah it's we like did it one-handed endurance. too oh yeah that's <laughs> when I was left-handed <laughs> that's right yeah it's good for um, just ball control, hand-eye coordination. It just keeps it, like, loose and fun. And mm-hmm. we're just laughing half the time and yeah. just, like, cracking jokes. Yeah. And, and it's a good way for, all, for us to just stay connected and just, like, meet up and kind of just keep it light during the off-season. Nothing yeah. too grueling because, I mean, obviously once we start... It's going to be a grind. It's nonstop. Yeah, I mean, that's, but that's part of our sport. Yeah. It's part of any sport, I Fun think. Part. Yeah. yeah. You got to learn to love the grind. Yeah. There are highs and lows. <laughs> mm-hmm. This was this year for you was a little bit different, I feel like, than the past years because you started with Brittany and yeah. then you played a couple events with Kim or just mm-hmm. one and then uh, you had a funny little partner swap because Therese right. and Irene were playing together and then you and Kim oh, were yeah. playing together yeah. and then Kim and Irene partnered up and you're like, all right, well... Therese? <laughs> so how did that come about? Yeah, so obviously this summer it was a good learning experience uh, just because the first time like I kind of was kind of figuring things out on my end just with different partners and all of my partners, they were great, loved them. And I was just, I think I was just kind of looking around a little bit and like international has been something that I really want to do. And mm. um, yeah, I just kind of texted Therese and I was like, hey, what are you doing? Like from Manhattan, just kind of wanted to see and we just kind of had a conversation and then we just stepped in the sand and then, yeah, I mean, we had a really good finish and then um, we went to Chicago. Didn't have a great finish there, but there's something there and I wanted to kind of explore that. And then as soon as we can get on the world tour, kind of see what that looks like and just kind of go there. Yeah. But yeah, I think this summer it was a very good learning experience for sure. All positive though. Yeah. Um, and just kind of finding myself as a player, as a, 
as a being both on and off the court and it's been challenging at times but that's just part of life and growth it's it's not easy it's mm-hmm. it's hard there are lows like kind of went through some lows a little bit and mm-hmm. you learn and I mean nothing like too crazy but you just kind of like look in the mirror and just kind of self-reflect like is this like what I want to do like am I doing the right thing like right, yeah. I'm like just spending so much money like oh my god <laughs> yeah. my bank account is just like what is happening like yeah. so like I spend so much on flights and yeah it's just crazy but I think I kind of it's it's one of those things where it's like you have to just trust it and like really believe in it and like there's been moments where you kind of like self-doubt a little and it's just like oh you question it but I know that like every time I step foot on the sand and I put the antennas up that's like what I always do and it's yeah. just like you know I love being here mm-hmm. yeah like that's my moment of like before practice of like setting up the tent the antenna and it's just like this is where I'm supposed to be yeah like if you enjoy setting up feeling. the antenna I think you're in the right spot <laughs> yeah like people overlook that like I always set the antennas up and like that's just kind of something that I just enjoy that's like part of my practice routine or whatever and I just look around at the bay and it's just like, wow, yeah. life's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, granted the bank account, but like, you know, I love volleyball. It's I just think. a number. Yeah, it's just a number. And <laughs> you like, never even see the cash. It's just, like, yeah, it's right? just this number that goes back and forth. Yeah, but I Sometimes think just back, but. it's just one of those things where, and I was thinking about this today, actually, it's just, I just love volleyball. Like, I love playing mm-hmm. and. I love competing. I love the people. I love all the athletes that are in the sport. Like, there are some amazing people mm-hmm. in our sport. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I like to chat them up in the gym or sometimes in the player tent. It can be a little – it can be an interesting vibe in there. But I always make an effort to, like, say hello to people and try and chat up players and just kind of just check in, see how they're doing, ask them questions. And there's some pretty cool people in our sport. And it's nice to be a part of the family and – we're all out here, you know, trying to make a living. And it's just when you're out on the court sharing, you know, the ball and just mm-hmm. the net, it's just, wow, it's pretty cool. It's a yeah. pretty cool experience. So it takes I love time it. time too. Like if you talk to like a lot of the top veterans, like I played with Hayden for a while and he was always like mad at me because he picked me up when I like first came out. Yeah. It's like, damn it. I took like five, six years to like, <laughs> to like even start making semifinals. Yeah. Like a guy that's been making semifinals for like, what, over a decade, 15 years now or yeah. something? I don't know. So like, I think you lose sight sometimes, like younger players where it's, you're like, gosh, like, why hasn't it happened already? Like, why am I not at that point? Right. And then you're like, oh, I guess most players go through this. Unless you get lucky or yeah. whatever, you know, everyone has their own path. But like, I think it'll, it's going to click. And the tour is only getting better. I, from what I hear, FIVB hears the players' concerns. So 2021 oh. going forward will be a, a lot better. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's going to be changes. Yeah. It's supposed to make the players happy. So. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. No, it's but the, fu- the future of the sport, my point, is like yeah. looking really good. And, like, you're in a really good position. So putting in the work now and getting all that experience for when it does take off. Right. It's going to be golden. Well, it's crazy because, like, reflecting on this year and it's like, okay, this is my fourth. I just completed my fourth season um, with the AVP, a little bit of international. And, like, now that I'm entering my fifth year, it's like, okay, like, I want this year to be... I mean, I want this year to be amazing, but, like, you just never know where that's going to go, but... 
I'm still so new to the sport. Mm-hmm. I know that's weird, but like I was kind of I late to the game. I feel so new to the sport. Yeah. That's why I'm like, wait, I'm like questioning it. Like, am I the old guy? <laughs> I was, right? I felt so young before. Well, now you see all these college kids or these athletes yeah. coming out and they're just like in the AVPs making, you know, coming through the qualifiers, like getting into semifinals. And it's just like, what? Yeah. And then I questioned myself like, well, crap, did I miss the boat? I'm like, well, kind of, <laughs> but... I mean, but then look at like Gib and Hayden and and all these players in their forties. Carry. Yeah, the longevity. In I the think sport it's just our gnarly. sport. Like the window is huge. Yeah. Whereas right. like a UFC fighters is like that. Yeah. Ours is like what? Forty six is our oldest. Forty seven. Got Miles Partain. Made, I thought Jake Gibb was fifty three. <laughs> Jake Gibb's fifty three, according to. Uh, according to T. Krabs, Taylor Krabs. Ten beer Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Oh my god, that was like trending worldwide. <laughs> yeah. It's too bad that nobody recorded the AVP Parish Banquet this year. I got Taylor's a little speech. bit. I got a little taste of it from because I was in. Uh, China or Israel. Oh, Taylor Swift. I was gone for one of them, but people oh, were so were putting up videos on Instagram, and oh, yeah. it looked like he said more words than he did. It was, <laughs> but it took. I mean, it took like fifteen minutes to say all fifteen words. It was like a solid words. five, like four minutes. It was like, all right, wrap it up. But yeah, going back to <laughs> <laughs> longevity. <laughs> yeah, Jake is fifty three. Segway. <laughs> yeah, there's so much longevity in our sport, and yeah. it's just like now that I'm entering year five, it's just it's crazy, like. Every year you learn something different. It's funny because I was talking to John Hyden in mm-hmm. Australia earlier this, earlier this year. And he made a comment that, like, each year there's one takeaway that you, like, one big takeaway from your season. And it's just, like, you just keep adding to your book. Yep. And it's, like, it's not going to happen like that. Some people get it. Others don't. But, like, it takes time. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. a fine wine, you know? Yeah. I'm into the wine lately. This <laughs> so, I mean, t- things take time. Yeah. And there was a moment where, like, I kind of got caught in that. It's like, I want the results now. Like, why am I not doing this? And it's like, you play it at anger. And then it doesn't help. It doesn't help. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, crash and burn, trial and error. Yeah. So that was a big learning curve for me. Plus, like, being on your own um, journey. You know? Yeah. It's so easy to compare to everyone around you. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, it's like, this guy came in after me, but now he's getting better finishes. Like, right. it's supposed to be like, you know, I put in my time and now it's my time. Or whatever. You know, you can always compare. Right. And then ex- compare to where you think you're supposed to be and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it seems like at the end of every season, you look back and you're like, oh, I, I gained so much. If right. you're not comparing to everyone else right. and blah, 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 blah. Well, and there's so many positives, too, that you can take away. I mean results sometimes we go based off of results but take that out of it like there's experience there you get to travel the world like the people you've met the dinners you've had you've with, overcome like, yeah you've overcome like huge adversity like right. those are the things that like I kind of reflected on and then now going into 2020 it's just like all right let's just do it again and see how we do and yeah. then it's like if I'm in this position again what changes do I need to make on the fly? Yep. But like you said, you kind of have to go through the trenches a little bit to kind of like yep. see the good. And it's just been like such a fun journey to be a part of. And like that's why longevity for me is something that like you can go forever. Mm-hmm. I think with beach volleyball, I mean, there are some players on our tour that are doing it and it's possible. And yeah. I mean, yeah, I was a little late to the game, but not even. It's just... There's just so much you can learn every single day that you step foot into the sand, the gym, watching film or whatever it is that you want to do. And if you talk to these older players 
and they tell yeah. you what they did at our age, they're not in the gym for 45 minutes before doing these prehab stretching. Right. And, like, this is stuff that they've learned along the way. Right. Like I said before, Hayden's always telling me, like, oh, you're doing all this stuff now. I <laughs> should have seen what I was doing at your age, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the sky's the limit on longevity. Like, right. like logically, we should last longer than mm-hmm. the generation before us and be better, too, because we get to grow up watching them. Right. And the generation behind us is going to grow up watching us. Yeah. So, who knows? Who's going to hit 50? Hayden might hit it first but you think who knows it's funny because i had um i don't had, think so but every year i think he's gonna retire and he doesn't so why not yeah jeez <laughs> i had he can youtube go just up on my tv today it was playing like old matches from like 06 and it was it played a final in i forget where it was but karch was playing in 07 against mm-hmm. rosie and gib uh-huh. in the finals and it was like, yeah, Karch won his first title in 1979, <laughs> which is a year before Rosenthal was born. Oh, wow. Playing crazy. against him in a final in 2007. Yeah. Oh. So we got time. We it have sounds so like, much it time. It sounds like Rosie played against, like, Babe Ruth, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. like oh, wait, those generations crossed? Yeah, that guy played in black and white. Well, because Jose, Jose, too, like... <laughs> We've come a long way. <laughs> like, we talked oh to Jose, God. and he's played against, like, he used to play with yeah. Ricardo. Like, yeah. And they, like, dominated together. But Ricardo's still on tour. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, like, amazing how long some of these athletes... Because they'd probably still be out there if his hips didn't give out on him. Yeah. yeah. But, he, but he says it. He says, it's because I didn't know all this stretching crap. Right. and sh- I just freaking went out there and just yeah. beat my body up at all times. Mm-hmm. He's like, if I would have known like right. all this stuff you guys are doing, I'd be still playing. Yeah, that's like been huge. That's why I'm in the gym for three hours. Right, exactly. Like, no, like I'm, I'm, I'm the exact It's not that way. I'm just in there like doing whatever. Like it takes time. Like those stretches, like they're long and tedious. But like I know that over time, like this is going to help me, yeah. you know, down the stretch or in a tournament to get to a Sunday, to get to a final, to multiple finals, like whatever the case might be. And I mean, it's just doing the work. Sometimes people don't want to do it or I'm just in there doing it all the time. Yeah. So... But I, and I, and it's good for your health though, too. Yeah. You know, and it's just, I enjoy it and you're always just learning about your body and everyone's body works differently, which is what mm-hmm. I'm finding. Like my arm swing is going to be completely different from yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just how, like, how Well, he's I... lefty, so. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, see. No. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've seen my arm swing. Yours <laughs> looks <laughs> goofy as hell. Yeah, it's a little goofy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just learning how your body moves. I think that's been something that I've been incorporating or working on this off season mm-hmm. so you mentioned that uh you know Hayden you said you know each season you get one big takeaway have you have figured out what your one big one is yet or have you not kind of reflected that, that I haven't yet? you know it's funny I haven't really f- reflected that deep about it but I think it's just it things just take time and you just have to be patient and find the positive like the positive moments and then learn to embrace that. And, like, something that I tried to incorporate a little bit this year is, like, journaling. And mm-hmm. someone helped me out with this. And, like, the word bliss kind of came to mind. Just mm-hmm. find, finding those little moments. Yeah. You know, and, like, really, like, be present. Like, be where your feet are. And, like, take a second when you're out on the court. Like, look around and, like, soak it in. Mm-hmm. Like, those moments erase all, like, the losses or, like, whatever. Just, like, the hard times and whatnot. And 
it's pretty neat. I'm like, wow, this is sick. Yeah. <laughs> so I think harnessing that and just really thinking to just kind of enjoy the journey yeah. and believe in it and trust, trust what you're doing and the stuff that I'm putting in the gym, like trust it. Where do you find those blissful moments? Where do you like see them coming up the most? Is there like kind of a, a recurring theme there where you're like, like that's kind of that blissful zone? Antennas. So yeah. antenna. Well, antenna, like the, I swear, I swear the antennas have really helped me just kind of like set the mood for my practice. But then like in a tournament, sometimes it's just like a long rally. Yeah. And you might like, I might lose the rally, but it's like, what an unbelievable rally we just had. Like we're yeah. just you know, the amount of grit that's just displayed and just like you're going back and forth and like the one arm stabs or the one arm yeah. bandit that I like to call it. <laughs> and it's just, you're just exchanging just point for point. It's just gnarly. And it's just like those moments right there. Or it's like that one scoop you get on like a gnarly swing. It's just like, boop, I'm there. <laughs> and then you return it. And it's just, it's all those little moments. I know it's just those are like my little wins. Yeah. <laughs> my oh. small strides. It's fun to see like how much you love volleyball. Yeah. It's I like, dissect it. It's like yeah. I do a lot, but I love it. It's just, it makes me happy. I mean, I just love sharing the court with all my competitors. I respect them and like, I'm going to, we're going to war mm-hmm. and it's just whatever happens, happens. Yeah. But like, I love it. <laughs> and I know you come from a volleyball family. So you were yeah. like in the womb when your mom won a national championship coaching for UCLA, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you won a national championship, right? Right. And it's uh, so like, when did you, has this love always been there? Like, or was this something that's like you have had to develop over the years? I think I've always had it. I remember my mom took me to a tryout or we would always bump on the, on the beach. Like when she was playing, I would shag balls and like we pepper. I love pepper. So any chance <laughs> I got to like pepper with my mom, I was like, let's do it. Um, but when I went to that tryout or a clinic, I just was like, whoa, this is so fun. And then ever since I was like 12 or 11, it just, I loved going to practice I loved my teammates through club. Um, we still connect. We stay. We still stay in touch. And I go back and visit my old club. Shout out, Wave Volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give them a shout out. Yeah. But that was like kind of where I fell in love with the game. And then just through college at UCLA, loved it. Won a national championship. Like it's crazy. Like that was so long ago, like 2011. You ever wear your ring? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I always uh, wonder. Like if I won one. You wear it? Would I wear it? Like, I wore it, like, I guess, the when, I, when to, I was there. But well, then if I, you when go I went, back to a game or something. But I it's, thought, like, I went... a little different than yeah. indoor. You're not, like, dressing up. Like, I went to a game earlier this year, and I was like, do I wear it? Do I not? I was like, oh, I didn't know what I'll to do. I'll just keep it in my pocket. I don't want to, like, flash <laughs> it. You can throw it on the necklace. That'd I know. Cool. I wore a UCLA shirt instead, but I don't really wear it. It's in my little drawer, so mm, I, yeah. I look at it from time to time. But yeah. volleyball is just, it's a big part of who I am and it's made me the person I am so yeah maybe you can put the ring on Friday when they play Notre Dame oh yeah oh I hope they lose no I don't care <laughs> I, I hate oh, both yeah, I don't like both either team <laughs> oh my gosh just thought that was an opening there to, to jab at you so I, I don't, I'm just kidding <laughs> sorry Bruins I'm a Bruin at heart eight clubs for days yeah so they're going to the tournament yeah it'll be fun I'm excited yeah. to watch them play and uh, Mac May player of the year for the back yeah that's huge it's been a while since i think a broom has been five years whoa jeez shout out to mac may congrats giving you a clap yeah Yeah, that's that's huge for our program so yeah so you got to one 
one game this year? Like, do you ever miss indoor? Or well, I guess maybe the when team I aspect was, of it. When I went to watch them play Stanford earlier earlier this year, I was like, I miss the team aspect. I miss playing for the university and having that, you know, the group of girls. Like that's why Doha yeah. was so fun. It's like, oh, I'm not part of the totally. team again. But when I'm watching the indoor, I'm like, wow, like my knees just like cringe. Yeah. I don't know if I could like keep up. Yeah. Like the ball comes pretty fast. Some of those girls can hit hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the ball, like I've been playing with the beach ball, so it's a little different, a little right. lighter, but like that ball's way heavier. <laughs> and like I give privates on the side, so it's a little different, but I don't know. I thought about like maybe like should I like go buy some knee pads, and, like, <laughs> buy some shoes and See go if play. I still got it. Yeah. No. I mean. I loved it, and I think now beach is like kind of my new. It's my it's my thing. It's my jam. Yeah, yeah. It seems love, like it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I, I, like, I miss that that team aspect of it too. Yeah, like remember running out and just like having the crowd, but then you come together. It's like six people and like a whole team. I feel like it's like yeah. on beach you have one guy, and like everybody else is your enemy. You know, yeah. like every other player in the tent, your whole national team. Right. You know, we're all cordial, but you're fighting, there's, yeah. There's no team aspect besides your one person, mm-hmm. and yeah. you better get along with it's that funny. one person. It's funny, like at AVP, sometimes when like you see the matchup, like the people playing into mm-hmm. you, you're like rooting really hard for one team to win because you really don't want to play the other team, <laughs> and they're like, All right, great job, now I hate you. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> You have to switch gears quickly, yeah. Yeah, totally. It's such an interesting culture, like the beach. Because mm-hmm. it's like, like you said, it's not like we have a team of whatever, 12 or... Yeah. I wish we did. Have, I mean, we talk about it all the time, all the events that we wish we had. Yeah. But, like, it'd be cool to do, like, a USA versus the world kind of thing or, like, um, something like that, you know? Or, or like, a college system. I would love that. Oh, like, do, like, dual matches? No, against, we're going to do like, a sandcast... Just tourney. We're going to have the Sandcast Cup. <laughs> Sandcast Cup. What's the purse? That's what I meant to say. <laughs> the people want to know. Uh, we're going to call uh, Wilson and Pacific Coast Wealth Cup. Management. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Sign up. <laughs> we're taking donations. We'll start a, uh, what is that, GoFundMe? The purse is pride. Yeah, uh, that too. Bragging rights. Love go that. GoFund us. Well, that's Maybe the like... McKibbins will make a YouTube video out of it. <laughs> yes, that would be amazing. A fours? I feel like, I hope the fours things, like, becomes a thing. Yeah. It used to be. Everyone had a blast. Like, yeah. It was, it was a tour before. A pro, yeah, that's pro right. tour. So it'd be kind of fun to make it back. Yeah. But it's funny, everyone's kind of incorporating that into their off-season, I think, a little bit. Yeah, from what I've seen on Instagram. You're still, like, on the sand, and, like, you're still yeah. doing skillful things, but it's not serious no yeah like you're probably not gonna be going two thousand percent like no and be crashing into poles diving for balls <laughs> right yeah yeah no it's a good time i love it so what so you're gonna get things started up around january or so back in sand yeah i think uh the plan is to kind of start practice whatever that first week of january is and then kind of go from there because february that first tournament is yeah it'll come up, up quick yeah so do you have a coach um, we kind of been working with Gustavo a little bit, but okay. right now we're kind of just, um, doing stuff on our own and then okay. we may or may not have to have a conversation, kind of see what that looks like going forward into 2020. Ideally, yes, we would like a coach, but yeah. sometimes it's just, you don't find one financially. Right. It's just, it's hard. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. coaching expensive. Yeah. That's a, it is expensive. So 
But whatever coach we land with, we'll see what happens. But yeah, yeah, we're just gonna figure do you, it out. Uh, do you have like a goal setting process like before a season? You kind of mentioned that you want to get international, so you have points ready to go into the next quad. Yeah. Like I don't know if long term the Olympics is something that you're shooting for. If you have anything more short, short yeah. Of. So it's like a th- I have a couple goals lined up for 2020, and I have them listed out, and we'll kind of see if I can hit that. Like one is to win a tournament, AVP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like get on the world tour, kind of establish yourself there, get a couple points, and kind of just work your way up, and then set yourself up for you know the next quad and what that looks like, and then be on the FIVP full time, and then just work towards twenty twenty four. Love it. And the next couple quads. So yeah, you kind of have to like break it down. It's like yeah. it takes time, like a three year plan, ten year plan. Right. Day. Day. What's today's goal? <laughs> right, yeah. Make breakfast. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it's just little mini goals. So I've been kind of doing that a little bit, and, like, I have a journal and lots of journals. I just write things down and take notes. Yeah. And just kind of prepare. But then, like you said, you kind of have to, like, go put yourself in those situations. Yeah. Learn from it. Kind of get punched in the face a little bit, whatnot. Yeah. But I think it toughens you up, and it gives you experience. For sure. And that's why, like, Jake Gibb and, like, Kerry Walsh and John Hyden, like, they can play for so long because they're just, I don't know, I think they just they, do it the sm- a smart way. They know themselves extremely well. Yeah, and they yeah. know it works and exactly. they have that experience. And, and they, know, they know how much work it takes to do it, and it doesn't matter what everyone else is going to put in. Because, like, mm-hmm. Hyden knows that he when I was younger i feel like i'm telling this so many hiding stories about the same no thing, i love but. it i'm like making <laughs> mental notes it's great no but he'd be like he'd be, he'd be in the gym for example we finished the season like a gnarly season and i was like okay i'm like i'm going out tonight and i'm not doing anything for like however long and then he's in the gym the next morning and i'm like are you kidding me like what <laughs> is your deal? he's like dude when i was your age I was doing what you're doing. If I was you right now, I'd be doing what you're doing. You need to go party and have fun, yeah. but I'm doing what I got to do. I was like, oh, see you later. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of those players, like, they're But really, I respect it. It's yeah, crazy. and they, they're good teachers. I mean, what they've been doing, obviously, it's been working because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. they're, so, like, they're still killing it. Mm-hmm. It's just unreal. Yeah. So there definitely is something there, and it's just, like, you kind of have to find what works best for you. Yeah. Like, I think that's been something that I've been trying to figure out a little bit this off season. I mean, you compare and contrast yourself to other players, but you know your body the best. Yeah. yeah. And the way in which I diet or the way in which I work out, sleep, whatever, it might not work for you or mm-hmm. I might not work the other way from someone else. So it's a lot of trial and error. Yeah. Half the time we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's been a good learning experience and I'm just trying to like grow and be better. Be but journaling best. and stuff too is that like helps. Huge. And it's I, therapeutic. Sure. Exactly. Right. You gotta get it out of your head so it's not just like bouncing around in there. Yeah. I need a, to do that more. It's like my like favorite I really need habit that. that I picked up the last two years is journaling. Damn it. Yeah, you do a really good job. You're a really good writer. She reads your journals. It's therapeutic. I don't read your journal. I read your articles that like, you put out on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, your last few I'm journals have been fan. great. <laughs> yeah, I know. We all. Got coffee journal sessions. <laughs> we go get coffee, we get jazz, and we exchange the journals and proofread. <laughs> Highlight. Oh my gosh, no. But yeah. Tell all the listeners, get a journal, write it down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Write, 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 just I need write things to do down. I'm, For sure. I think about it, and I know it's a good idea, but I'm like, 
get that? I think I, I think I got it in my head. And then 10 seconds later, it's gone. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> damn it, I definitely need a journal. Yeah. The yeah. best to journal is like when you're on a plane up yeah. in the yes. air and you're just stuck. Yeah. So I think like write stuff down. Flying back from a tournament too. That That's yeah. one time when I'm like, because I'm like so frustrated or stoked on something that happened. I feel like I learned something oh, yeah. that worked or like that didn't work. And I'll write like bullet points down like, blah, 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 post this tournament. And then I can go back to it on my phone and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that tournament and how I went there and then I corrected it by doing this mentally or whatever, you know. I have, like, good uh, notes from, like, even this year with that kind of stuff because, like, we're working with a sports psych and world champs. I was kind of in the tank. Oh, no, we were playing good, but we didn't start well. And then I, like, was working on some stuff, had some mental tricks I went in with. And then just like switched and we went on a roll and I was like, I better write that stuff down. Like that was gold. Yeah. Yeah. But then the next tournament you use that and then there's something else you learn and like a tweak. So you're like, got to write that down. Right. You're always trying to improve, I feel. Mm-hmm. So those takeaways are huge and I think you can't overlook that. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I took a 17th. Well, shoot, I have to play better. But it's like, why did you take a 17th? Right. Let's yeah. dissect it. Yeah. What did you do at this point? What What did you eat? How did you sleep? Yeah. Did you go out to dinner? Like. All the little details, like, they do add up. Yeah, for sure. So it's crazy. I mean, I'm sure everyone knows that, but, like, sometimes we just forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, when you're up in the clouds and it's just, like, well, crap. It's just, like, a long laundry list yeah. of things. And it's just, there's been tears. There have been, like, punches to the, the chair in front of me. So Don't punch things. No, just a little tap. Okay. As I'm rubbing, hey, out, I'm rubbing out my... Just working out my feelings. <laughs> Literally been Sorry. rubbing out my scar tissue from <laughs> my broken hand. One more inch. Yeah, it's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I think the plane, like, I remember coming home from, like, the 16-hour flight. That was rough, but you just, like, reflect. And that's, I think, the best time yeah. to reflect. And then totally. as soon as you land in L.A., it's just like, all right, I'm Back ready to, to tackle it. Let's go. Yeah. I love that feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's fun to see because, like, you know, everyone uses a journal for such a different purpose. Like, I don't know if you've seen Free Solo. Yeah. Uh, but like Alex Honnold's like, all right, left pinky here, right thumb there. And he like just charts every last move. Then you were talking about yeah. these subtle improvements you can make. Then a lot of times, like I'll use it, like if I'm ever frustrated, I'll look back at old ones and be yeah. like, where I was I a year ago today? I'm like, okay, progress was actually made. Right. right. It really helps. Like everyone just, you get something different out of it. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Do you ever go back and like reread your articles? Um, it's, it can be kind of painful sometimes. You should do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to do it. I'm like, why did I write that? Should have wrote that. Like, how much should have been there? I get yeah. kind of critical of articles. But, like, journals, you just, like, it's just a mind dump. So you don't really... Yeah, that's true. But journaling has been very helpful. Yeah, every, every time I've went to reread uh, the book, I, like, get to the first page. I'm like, I can't look at this thing. And yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, you... Well, that was my foreword. <laughs> Thanks a lot, dude. Throw me under the bus. What's the deal? Oh my gosh, rough. I, I read the it. first few pages and I'm like, this sucks. This is just what? Did I really write? Oh, no, try wrote this. All right. Okay, great. Okay, read one more thing about Hawaii. <laughs> we know you're from Hawaii. Oh my gosh. We know you get Kona Brew. We know, we know. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's The banter is so good. Oh, Lord. Any, uh, any big Christmas plans for you? Nothing is on the agenda as of now. I'm pretty much here. I might go home to San Diego with the fam. I'd like to get up to the snow since there's been some rain. 
Yeah. But yeah, it dumped. It dumped. Well, big. Dumped. You don't. Well, you don't want to get stuck there. Yeah, I don't want to do that because I don't. I mean, I'm not a very experienced snow person, <laughs> so um, I'd like to go see it though, just to kind of like get the mind right, just yeah. to kind of yeah. see something. You seem different. like you love the mountains too. You just have, kind of have that personality. I know, and like I wanna like go to. I wanna go camping and do all these trips, but obviously I don't have the luxury to do that. I mean, because what I'm doing right now with like my time in the gym, all that, like, yeah. I kind of want to prep for that, but I think long-term, once I'm done playing, and I'd like to go on a couple trips in the mountains, I'm, and kind of just see the world, Yeah. do that. Well, the beauty of California is that you can uh, surf and snowboard in the same day. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. If you really what want is it, Big to. Bear's, like, two hours away? Two hours, yeah. I'd like to get up there, because there's snow, and just, whether it's for a day or whatever. Yeah. I'd like to go make a, a snowman weekend. or something. Go make a snowman, <laughs> drive back. Like I haven't seen, the, I've seen the snow maybe like a handful of times. So yeah, it would be nice to kind of just go see something different. For yeah. sure. Kind of just clear the head and kind of get ready. Yeah, I need to do the same. You want to go? <laughs> Partner, let's go. <laughs> we got. You went to Kai's. Was it snow out there? Uh, no. So no? it was okay. freezing. It was like nineteen degrees, oh, nice and we had like all the groms like packed into our place the whole yeah. time so like by the time I came up for air and looked outside like oh wow this is beautiful forest I was leaving <laughs> and then the snow came and there was like 10 feet since then like my sister's house is 100% buried oh my like, god no exaggeration and I was just there and there was no snow in sight clear skies so yeah nice. so like Cali is kind of nuts and Cali's wild right now <laughs> yeah Cali. but I'm going to Hawaii and I'm going to go live the ocean life yeah. And um, go see pipe. You're gonna go surf that. I am. I'm hoping the pipe masters doesn't run before I get there. Oh. World championship on the line. That's on the bucket list for me to see pipe and huge. Are you a surfer? Let's go. No, I mean I can. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think I'm a surfer. I watch a lot of surfing videos. It's I don't, but all winter. It's freezing. I don't have a wetsuit. Yeah. I said you're oh, used here, to yeah. like oh, here. see pipe. Are you a surfer? No. No. I, I wish I was. I. I got an extra wetsuit. You have an extra. I'm goofy for that, but I can only go one way on the wave. Yeah. But then, like, I can't navigate around the people, so I'm not... That was terrifying to me. Yeah. Hawaii was the first time that I uh, surfed, and, like, people were in the way. I was like, I can't can't change directions. It's like, I don't know what the board's doing. (laughs) I can't stop. (laughs) Just, like, ding, 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 hit all the heads. Like, ding, board after board. Like, sorry. Oh, yeah. Put it on my tab. Oh, wait. I can't do that. Just, like, carries it all the way in. I'm out. Deuces. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'd like to surf, but, yeah. It's hard in the South Bay, too. Like, you don't want shore break when you're, like, learning yeah. how to surf. Because then you just... Just if it. it. Yeah, if like it you pitches, you're it. going straight into the sand. Yeah, like, that just sounds like a disaster. You, you, you practice in, like, the beginner's... Oh yeah, number like one spot of the world. Spot to practice yeah, except for the Waikiki. tourists. Where in Waikiki? Bumps. What did you say? Waikiki. Waikiki. Out in Waikiki. Waikiki. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best place to learn, right there. It's it like is. the way uh, that yeah, goes it forever. Is. It's, yeah. it's good. That would be fun. Yeah, so that was pretty spoiled. Cool <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. Oh yeah. man. All right, Cal, we've kept you here for a while. We appreciate you uh, bearing with our sound issues at first. Okay. Just got yeah. to witness some of our technological expertise. We're learning Two something every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're on phantom I broke mode. the mic just sitting down. I'm just yeah. kidding. Our big takeaway this year is that we still don't know how to use technology. That's all good. <laughs> well, thank you for having me here. It's uh, It's been a pleasure.
Yeah. Well, we do have uh, one question that we ask every guest, but we're going to switch up the questions. So Ooh. we're going to start a new question. You're going to be the first. Oh, gosh. Uh, so our, our old question. She already we, answered we the old kind of, one anyway. Yeah. We were, what it, would you tell for upcoming kind of, kids? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. the answers are getting kind of repetitive, so we're switching it okay. up to um, what is your why in beach volleyball? Oh, that's a good one. Jordan Chang asked me that, and I was like... It hit me right, right in the field. So I was like, "All right, what is your gotta why?" Ask that. It's like, I feel why like do you, you do answered you do? it like four times already this podcast, but go for it. What do you think it is? Do you have an <laughs> answer for me? I think why do I do what I do, or what is my why? I just love the sport of volleyball. I think it kind of brings me joy. It's made me the person I am, and I just love stepping out on the court and sharing, you know, the game with everyone and anyone. Um, your why is very important, too. I think that's a funny question because now I'm, like, just going to dissect it. <laughs> but I think your why is always ever-changing, too. Like, yeah. you could have something, but you can always build off it. So I think that's something that I'm kind of learning as well. And I think why I do what I love, it's just I love, I just love the sport. Yeah. And, like, I just want to play it for as long as I can and hopefully inspire, you know, the up-and-coming, you know, athletes out of college or whoever it is to just go out there and have fun playing volleyball do what you love love it I have a quote on my board it says or on my wall it says do what you love and love what you do so I guess maybe that's my why might be able to put that back on here whenever we get new chalk yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds good well, thanks for coming on. Of course. We're going to have to have like a jazz. We're so jazzed. So jazzed. Absolutely. <laughs> Anytime, whoever wants to get jazz and get coffee, let me know. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. I'm so jazzed. <laughs> Jeez. My energy just I didn't even drink my here. Monster Hydro. <laughs> Blue light. There no. you go. Perfect. Cool. Love it. All right, okay, we'll have a great Christmas. Great you too.